Welcome, welcome to Super Magic Time, friends! In this podcast, two 40-year-old geeks talk about four decades of geekness. My name is Emilio Guzman. And my name is Thijs van Domburg. And today, we have some strict, but fair, or just strict, titles for you. From the 80s, the comic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. From the 90s, the movie The Matrix. From the Zeros, the game Professor Layton and the Curious Village. And from the 10s, an episode of the series Daredevil. And the theme of this week is Mentors. And uh, But I had an, another proposition for you. Uh, we could instead talk about why we hate Free Guy so much. Just for an hour. <laughs> Shit on a movie Free Guy. <laughs> Yeah, we could. Yeah, we, we are a nostalgia podcast. Uh, yeah, but well, I saw it last week, so yeah. Uh, yeah, it, we both saw it in yeah. uh, in uh, in the theater, and uh, man, did uh, was <laughs> I disappointed? <laughs> it's bah. <laughs> That's Just, very Dutch, bah. Yeah, bah. <laughs> gross. I thought yeah. it was. Uh, 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 it was a waste of time. So just I just wanted yeah. to mention it because uh, just uh, see something else. Uh, there are a lot of good movies at the moment in theaters, and uh, <laughs> don't go see Free Guy. Yeah, I, I think uh, everybody that's uh, not a gamer is going to think, "Wow, they integrated a lot of game elements into this movie," yeah. and everybody that is a, ga- a gamer is going to absolutely hate the movie. Yeah, yeah. W- what think. if what if the Lego Movie was made by people? Who think they know what video games are? Exactly. Th- yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, and it's so it's yeah. it's it's absolutely a bad version of the Lego Movie. It's, yeah, it's just oh <laughs> man, and it's it's already the, the Lego Movie is amazing. So why would you yeah. do the same concept? Oh, oh no, no, terrible! Just we're not going to talk about it anymore. We're we're our podcast is a po- positive podcast we, because. <laughs> We never dunk on a title. Never. No, never. <laughs> also, this week, it's not going to happen. No, I think it's not going to happen this no, week. No, no, it's not a bad week. We have, no, we have a great week. Yeah, maybe. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the theme is, is mentors. Uh, mentors. Did you ever yeah. ha- have a, a mentor? No. No, not really. I, I, I'm, I'm really bad with mentors, I think. I'm not really receptive <laughs> to, well, older people uh, uh, who want to tell me what to do. I'm not a rebel, but <laughs> but if you tell <laughs> no, me you're not. how things <laughs> usually work, then... then, then hey, you're, you're not good with, with two doors, uh, maybe. No, That's no, the... no. It's, I, I'm, I'm a bit allergic to, to Tudor-like people, but... Um, I learned this week that it's not just in my real life; it's it's in fiction as well. I don't, <laughs> I don't really like uh, mentors that well. No, I have the I, I have a bit of the same uh, problem, but uh, mostly with one uh, that is I, I'm just allergic to the guy. It's and it's yeah, and he's supposed to work on your nerves, but he really works on my nerves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm really. I have a feeling we're going to have the same opinion on him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's it's an annoying trope. I think uh, I didn't even consider it a trope before I was watching all the the episode and movies and games. I just thought it was one of the characters you could uh, put in your movie or game. 
but yeah. now I've seen four of them. <laughs> I really, I, I uh, consider it a trope, and it's annoying. It's an annoying. Oh, sure. Well, I don't know if annoying is the the best word. Uh, I, I think it's a trope that hinges on the same thing. Uh, and that makes it, yeah, maybe a bit annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're it's, right. It's, well, it's usually yeah, it's, an old man. Who, who, man, uh, yeah. Man. It's, it's, it's nothing, nothing that we have four men, uh, uh, no. four uh, male mentors in our episode. But it's a, an, an old guy who has a lot of experience and um, he, he wants to teach the, the, the newcomer some, uh, some skills. Uh, and, and does that by often not telling everything and the first mentor we have this week is is the worst offender of that uh of that behavior um, yeah and i think uh, three out of four of our mm -hmm. mentors also uh teach their pupils to fight it's yeah it's that's right it's often uh, uh, someone who teaches uh, uh, a young person to be aggressive it's yeah. also a bit weird i i once had a, a pejak silat uh, trainer it's a martial uh, arts uh, sport I oh. did for a year. Okay. Uh, I'm not good at it. Uh, no. <laughs> just to be clear. Uh, I, I, but I once it, saw you lose a fight to a fly. So uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I was trained for that. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, our Patrick Silo trainer always uh, taught us uh, not to fight, and that's oh, uh, yeah. uh, that's always the case with martial arts trainers. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. They so they that. teach you not to fight, uh, but after. Uh, yeah, their speech of running is better than fighting. And this was also the case with my Patrick Sila trainer. He taught us like bone crushing moves, like really, <laughs> really horrible stuff. Uh, Here are some moves you will never do. <laughs> of course, because once again, I'm always running uh, a form of fight, uh, but um, and scared out of my mind uh, and just friendly. Why would you fight? Um, but it's always a, a weird balance. Like martial arts will help you to, you know, to blow off steam. If, yeah. you, if you do kickboxing or stuff, stuff like that, then yeah, you will less, you will be less likely to, to pick a fight because you're more at ease because you yeah. blew off some steam. But it also teaches you to be deadly <laughs> if it comes to a fight. And that yeah. can have dire consequences, of course. So it's, it's, yeah. I always think the balance of, of training people to fight, maybe it's just, just wrong. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe people shouldn't teach people to fight. No, no. <laughs> well, fictional characters uh, have to fight because, well, yeah, otherwise geeks. it's boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, I, I completely agree. <laughs> so without further ado let's uh let, yeah let me take you back to 1999 have you ever had a dream neo that you were so sure was real what if you were unable to wake from that dream how would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world what is happening to me the answer is out there neo it's the question that drives us what is the matrix? A mentor who offers his pupil drugs the first time they meet. Can't be a good tutor. And yet, Morpheus of the movie The Matrix may be our episode's best mentor, right? Eh, uh, maybe. I think he's uh, the, the nicest one. 
No, 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 no I don't agree. No, no, no. no, no, I, no, I, no. I, yeah, but I think he's the best. I will I explain later. Okay. Uh, I will explain when we get to the last mentor. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and, and yeah, the, the main character, uh, of course, in the movie The Matrix, directed by the Wachowski sisters, uh, isn't Morpheus, but uh, is, of course, Thomas Edison, uh, played by Keanu Reeves. Uh, software uh, uh, programmer who uh, yeah lives a double life as a hacker and goes by the name of Neo. I always have my doubts if I should explain a movie, uh, especially mm-hmm. a movie that is so well known as The Matrix. But such a cliche. <laughs> yeah, but this let's is a big just, one. Yeah, let's just get through this. Uh, okay. uh, <laughs> so uh, one day he is approached by by Morpheus, uh, uh, played by uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, who offers him two pills, the biggest cliche of this movie. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, he tells him that he has been living a lie. Uh, he's been living in a in an artificial world. Uh, in fact, almost uh, yeah, all of humanity is living in the Matrix, a computer-generated dream world uh, to obstruct yeah, our view of the real world, uh, where humans are bred uh, as, as energy source for an AI and its machines. And... Yeah, he, he, so he offers uh, Neo a choice with, with the, the pills. Uh, take the blue pill and keep living in the Matrix uh, with no memory of their meeting or take the red pill and see the ugly truth of the, the real world. And um, yeah, Neo takes the red pill, luckily, because yeah, it would have been a really short movie otherwise. And uh, yeah, Neo is the one prophesized to free humankind. So yeah, if he would have taken the blue one, humanity would have been lost forever. Would have um, been a cool short. Really, yeah, it, an, would, an, it really would have been a cool arty, short. An arty sm- short. That, that, and that, to be that, honest, I might have chosen a blue pill. Just <laughs> let me be. I mean, the life uh, they lead on that spaceship is really bleak. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. They they they've clothing with holes in them. It's so they terrible. They have to wear sunglasses indoors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, those those sunglasses reminded me of of a time when I, uh, I my sunglasses were well worked like normal glasses, so I could see in the distance with my sunglasses on. Yeah. So, but often I forgot my normal glasses, so I. When I walked into a store, I had to <laughs> to wear my sunglasses because otherwise I couldn't see. Yeah. So I was I was that weird guy who always <laughs> wore sunglasses indoors. So people people probably thought I I had a hangover or or I wanted to be cool. <laughs> it was, it or was very awkward. You were in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I had that long black coat. Maybe you remember that. So <laughs> yeah, some yeah, people called me even Neo. Yeah. <laughs> there, uh, there was a, a short time that uh, uh, a lot of philosophers uh, were uh, actively uh, praising the Matrix for being uh, like uh, the construct of the Matrix of having a dream mm-hmm. world and a, and a reality and that are uh, that we were led by technology. I, I thought that they were exaggerating the, the meaning of this movie so yeah. much. But everybody, I hated that. Uh, but that's what. Well, I 
I've I haven't seen this movie for a long, long time. I think 17, 18 years. And one of the reasons why I haven't rewatched it in the lot the past ten years is be because it's it's become such a cliche. If there's uh, if there's an item on the news about hackers, they always show that the the, the Matrix screen yeah, uh, yeah, as yeah. a background and 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 well the whole red pill blue pill stuff it's 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 become such an ugly movie yeah, it became uh, a cliche uh, that's the best way uh, yeah the uh, right uh, right wing uh, white supremacist who well who, who just stole that whole red pill uh, symbol to to use it for for their beliefs it's and, yeah, and, and but when I saw the movie the movie can help it it's not as if it's it's not a right wing movie it's not that's that's what made me so sad when I watched it because uh, and I I haven't watched it for uh, w- w- the last time I watched it was when it came out on on DVD and and yeah <laughs> that's a long time ago yeah that's that's yeah that's a really long time ago it's it's been yeah. more than twenty years twenty years uh, but it was great seeing it again it still holds up I I think yeah i'm totally agree i was really i was a bit scared watching it again that it would spoil my my memory of this movie but it didn't it's way cooler than i thought it was going to be it it, it has a a few things really wrong with it uh uh, yeah although uh, you know the the cast is very diverse but it's actually a movie about a white savior uh and all the the black people are very really wise but still they they need to be saved by the special one who should have been called the privileged one i I think (laughs) it's oh also the women they 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 are all portrayed as as really strong women but none of them uh yeah would even pass the bachelor test because yeah they they don't talk to each other and and they always (laughs) only talk to uh, about the the men that are yeah in control of their their lives it's it's oh man it's yeah i had forgotten how um how much of the hero's journey is 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 in, in the plot that yeah. that that what struck me the most as a, as a negative now seeing it that uh, i remembered that there was neo and that there was morpheus but <laughs> And Morpheus was his mentor, of course. <laughs> I remember that because otherwise we would have chosen this movie. But yeah, at some points it's just Star Wars with sunglasses. It's yeah, it, no, it truly is. It yeah. even has a very awkward romance, just like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, not that awkward, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, they're not brother and sister, but it's <laughs> it makes no sense. It's so undeserved, but, but it's it's um. But I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I truly enjoyed it, and I, I uh, and I think that uh, Morpheus is a. Uh, I think he's a good mentor in the sense that he he truly believes in his protege. It's, it's not like Star Wars in that manner, because uh, no. you know uh, uh, they absolutely do not believe in their padawans. Uh, they uh, the moment they they even have a wrong thought, they're already doomed. Uh, uh, but yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, he truly believes in in Neo a, a bit yeah, too much. A bit, bit too much. He's a bit <laughs> yeah. of a fan. It's a bit it's, awkward. <laughs> yeah, it uh, yeah, it, it causes a huge huge amount of uh, amounts of uh, pressure because yeah. yeah, that's a little tip for Morpheus if if you're trying to let him open his mind that he can do anything in the Matrix, like for example, jump really far, maybe not add 
the way of the world in the mix <laughs> because he's he, he constantly calls him the one the one who's going to save them that is so that's, much pressure that is uh, it's like Leo. like trying to meditate in a burning house it's just it won't, it won't work it won't work but he keeps on believing in him and i i, I do think that that in that sense he's he's a, he's a, a really good mentor yeah I would love to have him as a mentor. I, I'll uh, I'll say that I I find him annoying as a, because he's such a cliche. But yeah, if if I were Neo, I would I would have been really glad if Morpheus was my mentor. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I w- yeah. wouldn't want anybody else. Uh, no, I think. no. And it's um, great, right? Because he starts out as Neo and he ends as John Wick. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He learned he, he learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He must have done something right. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah, no, a lot of things um, surprised me when I when I watched this uh, again. Uh, a lot of things are really cool and surprisingly cool in this movie that still holds up. For example, the Matrix phone, the black yeah. Nokia uh, uh, 8110, if I'm saying it correctly. Um, <laughs> With the, the spring-loaded sliding cover, yeah. it's, man, it's so cool. So outdated, but so cool. Yeah, and when I saw this movie, I didn't have a, a mobile phone yet. I was just on the cusp of having one, I think, <laughs> 1999. That's, I think, my, my first phone. I had my first phone in the year 2000, I think. So, yeah, it was, for me, it was... Did you buy that, that Nokia? No, no, no. Because the, I, the real I, one, I the cheapest in one. real life, in... Uh-huh. I mean, in our matrix, uh, yeah. uh, that one uh, doesn't have a, a spring-loaded cover, so you have to slide it open yourself, which was not so cool. <laughs> so you watch the movie, you bought it, and then you had the moment that you put it <laughs> next to your face, and you would pu- try to push a button, but it, there was no button. You had to slide it open yourself. <laughs> Man, that's such oh. an anticlimax. Poor, poor rich people from 1999 who could afford a mobile phone. I'm feeling really sorry for them. (laughs) I must say, I haven't seen uh, the sequel nor the the third movie. And I wasn't planning to. (laughs) So (laughs) this movie is is the only (laughs) Matrix (laughs) Matrix story I've ever seen. And, yeah, uh, to be and you have honest, good memories. It's it's all good. Oh yeah, I live in a Matrix world where um, the first Matrix is the only Matrix movie. Yeah, but if I take the red pill, then I have to see the the second exactly. and the third one as well. <laughs> Once again, take the blue pill. It's it's a, <laughs> such a nicer world. So we're going to uh, talk about another mentor now, one who <laughs> doesn't teach you how to fight. The only one no. of the four who doesn't teach you how to fight. We're going back to 2007. I had the best dinner ever. Uh, I had black rice noodles with uh, calentro, mint, cucumber, uh, fried onions and homemade tofu. Speaking of tofu, that reminds me of a puzzle. There was one piece of tofu (laughs) in the fridge. And now it's gone. One of the three brothers must have eaten it. Brother A says that it was brother B who ate it. Brother B says that brother C is a liar. And brother C says, what the fuck is happening here? You were just telling us what you ate for dinner and now I'm in some crazy puzzle. 
Welcome to the wonderful world of Professor Layton. Yeah, that was yes. my first time playing a Professor Layton game. Uh, yeah, this me, week. Too. And me too. It yeah. was a delight, I will tell you. Um, yeah, a, 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 a strange delight. <laughs> yeah. Very strange delight, yeah. Um, uh, Professor Layton, that's, it's a, a very popular series of video games for the Nintendo DS, developed and published in Japan by the great game company Level 5. And in these games you play as Professor Herschel Layton, who is often called to solve mysteries. And he always brings his apprentice Luke Triton to the case. And the world of Professor Layton seems pretty vanilla at first. It's like so many Japanese stories. It's It all takes place in a kind of Victorian England. Yeah. Yeah, but but this is more like Fra uh, France, like, like a yeah. weird Italian-type France. Yeah, it, it, he is from England, I think. Yeah, and 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 the village where this takes place in is in, yeah, it, it, in 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 Italy or France. It's it's very vague and well, yeah. That, so yeah, Leighton wears a typically uh, Charles Dickensy top hat, and Luke looks like he is uh, a cast member. Of the musical Oliver, yeah, and uh, <laughs> yes, I usually play games in Japanese uh, if it's possible, but my copy was in English, and uh, Luke talks like with this horrible British accent. <laughs> oi, oi. Got, got the answer for you, Professor Layton. It's <laughs> you. You think I'm doing a bad job? You should hear the voice actor. <laughs> exactly, it, it is a great imitation of. <laughs> of that terrible accent. It's so bad. Uh, and uh, Leighton and Luke, uh, they are both obsessed with puzzles. Uh, Leighton is an archaeologist, but I've never seen him digging out any dinosaurs. No. So no, he does a very bad job as an archaeologist. Absolutely not. He's at no time busy with his job. It's just... No. It's yeah. just puzzles. Just puzzles. Maybe, maybe he once found a dinosaur skeleton and puzzled it together and that got him obsessed with puzzling yeah maybe that's the case yeah or maybe he there. just found this dinosaur bone once and that got him the title and afterwards he did he did absolutely yeah. nothing people hadn't found <laughs> many dinosaurs in victorian england it was quite a new thing so if you had one yeah. one piece of a dinosaur that was already yeah then afterwards you could retire and and, yeah. and spoil the mind of this young British boy. Yeah. <laughs> but because he's the mentor we're talking about. It's yeah. puzzles, 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 puzzles. And uh, he infected Luke yeah, with, with his puzzle obsession. So when they'll see a boat uh, and Luke will say, uh, that reminds me of a puzzle. <laughs> and he'll give his professor a puzzle about boats. That's yeah. And, and the, the puzzle doesn't... Well, that never solves the problem problem they have in the story. So no. when they have to get to the other side of the river, the, the puzzle doesn't solve that. It's just a puzzle about boats because they saw a boat. That's yeah. the, that that's how it works. Yeah, the, like the uh, if there is, uh, yeah, that, no, that's a, a really good example. Why why should I give another example? That is absolutely <laughs> the best example there is. I could have done the same thing with hats, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There are more than a hundred puzzles in this game, so yeah, uh, yeah there's probably one about hats as well. Um, 
Yeah, and I don't know how it is in other games, because again, this is my first one, but uh, in this game, it's not just Leighton and Lukor puzzle crazies. Uh, everyone in the village is totally obsessed with puzzles. And, and even Luke thinks, it, thinks it's a bit crazy. At, at some point he says, what? A puzzle? A time like this? A puzzle? <laughs> because are we going to spoil what happens uh, uh, in the... I, I have thought about this. Let's say we're going to spoil the, 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 the first the first chapters. Uh, there there will be a murder. A murder exactly. in, this, in, in, the, in the village. It's, uh, he's, well, he's already a kind of Sherlock Holmes kind of guy. A yeah. nicer Sherlock Holmes with, with well with his own Watson, they're going to solve a, a murder in this town. And the people of this town, in this town are, are just complete assholes. They are, yeah. <laughs> they are constantly testing you and withholding yeah. information you can only get by solving their puzzles. So it's, oh man, they annoyed the crap out of me. I, I mean, I like puzzles, but there has been a murder. It's. It's so not appropriate to, to, to say, oh, that dead body reminds me of a puzzle. And then it's so dumb. It's literally what happens in this game. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> That was literally. not a joke. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, and it's also against the law to withhold information. It's just wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this isn't a detective. Being a professor that is going to solve a mur murder is also against the law. But yeah. <laughs> It's it's yeah, the the only the only character with a bit of sense in this game is is the the actual detective that's on the murder scene. Yeah, at some point tells uh, Professor Layton well to fuck off because yeah. he's he's getting in the way of his uh, of his uh, case. Rightfully um, so. Yeah. Yeah, this all may sound very annoying if you've never played an, uh, a Layton game, but the puzzles are actually the best part of the game. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a great. I have to say, um, it sounds like I'm saying bad things about the game, but I, I actually I really like the the, the game. It's it's yeah, it's a right. delight. Uh, so yeah, the, uh, there's a murder plot and, and in, in a fancy manner and with all kinds of crazy characters. And halfway the story, it turns into science fiction. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say because this, the the plot twist is so out of the blue. I. I can't even tell you. It's been 14 years now, but I still I'm not going to spoil it. No. But uh, but that's not the the story is not the reason why I kept playing. It was the puzzles? And exactly. Some puzzles are are just well plain old math problems. <laughs> it's just yeah. Charlie has three apple pies and has 17 guests who all want a piece. Those kind of puzzles. Yeah. And I used to hate math. Go to the store, get another pie, you cheap. <laughs> Bastard! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why but, give me but, the problem? <laughs> but put a math, math problem in Professor Layton, and I suddenly love math. I love doing math, and 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 yeah. And so many and, variants of, of puzzles. It's that's so, yeah. Such a, I kept being amazed by by how many puzzles there were in this game and how many variants. Uh, it's yeah. it's great and a bit annoying because yeah, you cannot. Like every screen you, you you come to, every every step you take, there's a puzzle. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a bit much, I, I think. Uh, but I kept on playing it. It's really addictive. Yeah, 
En de uh, uh, Nintendo DS is, is perfect voor het. Ja. Uh, uh, on the top screen you see the question. And on the bottom screen, which, which is a touch screen, you can write down the answer or, or make notes. Um, yeah, so I must say some puzzles are a bit annoying, especially the trick questions. Um, there was one with mice. Mice give birth to 10 baby mice once every two months. If you start with one mouse, how many mice will you have in the year? Uh, and then the answer is one because uh, you'll need a second yeah. mouse to uh, to let them, well, bone. Guys, <laughs> and, I, I, I'm yeah. dyslectic, but I, I, I had that one. You just have to read the question. Yeah. You, have to just, you have to just read it attentively, Thijs. I'm saying that as your mentor. You no, just no. have to read attentively. <laughs> I don't want a mentor. <laughs> I already have Professor Layton as a mentor. <laughs> but, but he's not a very good mentor. No. He's an adult who takes a 10-year-old boy to work. Yeah. That's not a good mentor. That's no. that's that's not a healthy situation. And he, he doesn't send him home when there's a murder. <laughs> no. No. So, no, he's 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 a terrible mentor, yeah. Well, it's supposedly uh the, the 19th century and and uh, well, at that time children worked in factories. Uh that doesn't make it okay to take a, a kid to work. No. Uh, solve your own riddles, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's smart, but but that doesn't mean he doesn't need school anymore. Well, all he knows are puzzles. That, that's yeah, exactly. it. He's very smart, but it's just puzzles. He will go to university and just be puzzled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I remember uh, two weeks ago, we joked about the stupid origin story of the Riddler. But, but I think this is a good origin story for the Riddler. Yeah. If I were a Batman writer, I would rewrite the origin story for the Riddler. And this is the new one. A young boy is the apprentice of a puzzle-crazy professor, and 20 <laughs> years later he realizes he has spent his entire childhood solving puzzles. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's a perfect excuse to become a supervillain. Go write the comic, Thijs. <laughs> <laughs> and get sued. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, you have an even worse mentor. Yes, my mentor is the worst. Let me take you back to 2015. You're a warrior. That's not all I am. A warrior. Heir to the Spartans. Baddest of the badasses. They knew what they had to do and they did it. And what was that? Cut it loose. All of it. Cut yourself free. From the women, the comforts, the fancy job. The job's not that fancy. Do you have friends? People you care about. Yeah, two. Cut them loose for their sake. Break their hearts if you have to. Just do it quick. I'm not going to do that. Then they will suffer and you will die. Yeah, so there are different ways of mentoring somebody. You can be uh, yeah, a good listener who's thoughtful and, and supportive, who wants to help his or her pupil to, to be the best version of him or herself. Uh, who is kind and patient when when the protege doesn't succeed immediately, or you can be an asshole. <laughs> In other words, you can be like Stick from the Daredevil television series. Yeah, Stick is 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 tough as nails. Uh, he, he stubbornly uh, pushes his his pupil Matt Murdock uh, to be the most hardened version of himself. 
Uh, he's, he's always angry and impatient, and, and he hits his protege with a cane. Uh, it's just, he's a terrible person. Just terrible. Yeah. yeah. So we watched the episode called Stick. It's episode uh, seven from, uh, of the first season. And yeah. yeah. So that's, it's one of the episodes you can watch by itself. Of yeah. the series, if you if you don't watch the series, if, if we are making you watch uh, Daredevil and you just want to watch one episode, it's one of the best episode. But yeah. stick stick himself. We're we're talking about the fictional mentor. Not uh, it's, he's not badly written. The, the actor is great. Yeah, but it's such an asshole. Oh right? man, it, it it has the origin story of Matt Murdock in, in it. Uh, um, yeah. By the way, he's portrayed by uh, by Charlie Cox, uh, who uh, I think uh, does a, a great job. Um, but he has a t- he has a, a terrible life even before he meets Stick. I mean, yeah. he, he only in the in this short amount of time he loses his father, his sole caretaker, uh, uh, but he also loses his eyesight due to a radioactive substance that fell into his eyes from a crashing truck. That is so, such a horrible experience to go blind and fatherless at the same time. It's it's oh and, man. And, and then he has to live with nuns. Exactly. He, he gets he, 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 uh, How boring is that? No, uh, absolutely. A church takes him in and, and they are incapable of helping him because he's experiencing a, a, a lot of pain as a result of his other senses. Well, from the radioactive stuff, I guess, but his other senses are uh, um, yeah, are heightened oh, to, to superhuman yeah. levels. And then Stick, uh, uh, played by, by, by Scott Glenn, uh, uh, steps in to, to, to train Matt, uh, but not from the good of his heart. The no. reason is so wrong. Uh, first of all, Stick himself is, is also a blind person. Um, he has been born that way. Uh, but uh, yeah, though he, he, he can't see, he's, he's, he's highly... He's a highly skilled uh, martial uh, uh, artist, and yeah, he's he's working for Chase. Uh, uh, Chase is an ancient organization created to to battle the Hand, and the Hand yeah. is an yeah also ancient uh, ninja clan, and they are at war. Uh, so he needs a soldier. Yeah, so that's basically what he does. He's basically with with Matt Murdock. Stick has recruited a child soldier. That is what yeah. happened here. He's just training a child to be violent. Yeah, I honestly don't know if you can call someone who's committing a one of the most horrible war crimes a a mentor. But uh, let's just yeah, it's too late this. for that. We we chose this episode for this for this episode. So uh, yeah, he's a mentor apparently. <laughs> yeah, he's a no, mentor. it's it's. I think it's it's really cool to. To see that trope uh, turned around for for a change. Yeah, so, I agree. It's also yeah. the guy you love to hate. Uh, yeah, uh, of course. But it's it just robs me the wrong way. It's just yeah. It's uh, it's it it's um. I've met people like him in my life. Exactly. And, uh, That's absolutely and they are um, my, my least favorite kinds of people. Yeah. I, I do not have a, a problem with uh, authority. Uh, I think I might even have one or two mentor-like people in my life that um, I, yeah, I followed them, not blindly, uh, no pun intended, but um, I did follow <laughs> their advice. But as a kid, I had a gymnastic coach who was like yeah. stick, like a really nasty, 
angry bully and 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 i was oh, i was man. doing gymnastics on a, a not a really high level but uh, i i got to the dutch championship almost like oh. i was uh okay uh you didn't know that no oh yeah yeah no no i i, I and i had a really <laughs> like an awful guy who was just angry all the time and he once even threw me off the the the, the horizontal bar he just took grabbed oh, me no. and just throw it threw me down it, it was a, it's such a horrible person and and it took me a while to realize but one day i just walked up to him and said i am doing this for fun <laughs> i don't i don't have to be here my mother is actually paying you for this shit <laughs> so i just quit <laughs> there and then i said wow. bye yeah i was so uh, Emilio, what is this your origin story <laughs> yeah it can be yeah it made me realize that i don't have to do things and i just i can just quit <laughs> that is really helpful yeah but th th that's the, the thing that stick reminds me of of those bad yeah bad, yeah uh, uh, tutors like like uh and that's not the only reason I, I i don't like stick but because he's also a giant bigot he's he's just somehow he doesn't like anything that is out of the ordinary or anything that isn't american made he's, he's he says dumb things like like smart don't come out of books kid <laughs> just so uh, dumb that's what i meant uh, at the start of the episode rules like that that's what i'm so allergic yeah. to rules like that yeah when smart obviously does come out of books <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, he even comments uh, uh, on, on Daredevil's bed. Uh, he says, someday yeah. those silk sheets are going to crawl up behind you, wrap themselves behind your neck and choke you to death. <laughs> he doesn't like silk sheets. He's really angry with them because they can kill you. He's such a dumb guy. Well, I, I think his organization might be ancient, but his opinions and beliefs are also a bit dated. Uh, yeah. I what I found very sad watching this episode is that well the origin of Daredevil is not just uh, the terrible accident. It's it's well, all the all the stuff he learned he learned from an asshole. So yeah. every time he 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 has to fight, he knows that that he can do that because he learned that from from an asshole. Yeah. That's another pain in his life. It's such a it's such a sad character in in the comics uh, and in the series as well. That was what really worked seeing this episode again. I, it's not a series I I want to watch again. No, I'm never going to watch the entire series again. But this episode, it was great to see again. Yeah, and I think the series is is, is good, especially uh, uh, Vincent uh, D'Onofrio uh, as as Fisk is is phenomenal. Um, yeah, but I couldn't help feeling it it got a bit dated because of. Yeah, all the Disney money that is thrown to the Marvel series now it's yeah. it's just it feels a bit like like <laughs> like the past, <laughs> like you're watching the past. Uh, it's but it's way better yeah. than the uh, 2003 movie with Ben Affleck. Uh, so is, let's it give is. it that. Yeah. So let me take you to a well, my favorite mentor of of these four. Let me take you back to 1984. Ladies and gentlemen. Our master splitter! Give it up! Have you ever skipped rocks on the water? 
skip them when the water is flat and calm, and watch the rings grow around the place where the stone touched the water. Each of you is like that stone, and everything you do, good or bad, makes rings. All of you must work to only make good rings. Because when you're a geek of our age, the question you've probably answered the most is, who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? Uh, most people will say Michelangelo. Uh, mine was always Raphael. What, what's yours? It's my second name. Of course, it's Raphael. Yeah, yeah. Just, just checking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's the, 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 the odd uh, Donatello fan. Uh, he, I think he's the Ravenclaw of the, the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and if you're a bit boring and you're proud of it, you'll say Leonardo. But never ever in my long life as a Ninja Turtle fan have I heard the phrase, well, actually, you know who I like the most? Splinter. So uh, this segment will be about the start of one of the biggest geek franchises ever to be created. But we're also going to put Master Splinter in the spotlight. That, that scruffy old rat who is, I think, by far the best mentor of all of this episode's mentors. Yeah. Um, Still, I'm so, going to dispute that, but uh, later. That is okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so let's start with the, the, the title itself. Uh, we've read the first seven issues of the very first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic from 1984, uh, created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. Um, well, the amazing story about the conception of the turtles, it has been told many times now. So I'll keep that short. Uh, if you if, if you want to know the entire story, uh, watch the toy, Toys That Made Us episode uh, about the Ninja Turtles. It's it's um, it's a heartbreaking episode. It's I almost cried at the end of that episode. It's it's beautiful. Um, well, uh, I'll tell it in short. Uh, the turtles were well first just some weird doodle that that Eastman drew, and as a joke, they called it a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. And they decided to make a comic based on the concept. And the two friends loaned a bunch of money from their uncle. And with that money, they printed uh, around 3,000 comics and bought advertising space in a comics magazine. And within weeks, the first issue was already a collector's item. And, and people demanded more. More of these crazy turtles. So, yeah, why not, they thought. And the, the, the comic continued. And six years later, there was a cartoon, action figures, video games, a movie. It was the biggest thing since Star Wars. And, um, well, this you probably know. But have you actually read the comic? Had you ever, ever read the comic? Yeah. You're not well, You're not as big as uh, of a... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan as I am. No, but but I I have read the 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 comic uh, uh, the first two or three I think. Mm -hmm. Okay. I read once a lifetime ago. I don't know. I can't really remember when, but I I have read it. Yeah. Uh, it I did have warm memories of it. Yes. And were you were you a big turtle fan as a kid? Uh, I, I well, I, I was. Uh, How could you not be? Exactly, but, you know. I, I was. I was. I grew up in the eighties, so yeah, yeah, I was a big fan of the, the turtles. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it was such a. The cartoon, of course, was was so good, uh, and I was in love with April. I, yeah, no, uh, I, I was a big fan. <laughs> 
the the funny thing is, lots of people haven't still read the comic, and uh, it for a time it was hard to to come by because it was a very rare comic and it got reprinted a bunch of times, and those reprints got sold out really fast as well. But uh, there's this weird misunderstanding that the cartoon was for kids and the comic was very dark and broody, and it was this gritty black and white comic for for adults, and Yes, the cartoon was for kids. Uh, I agree, but the comic isn't that serious, right? No, it's, it's goofy as well. No, it has uh, blood in it. That's the uh, yeah. a, a big difference. Yeah. it has uh, yeah. stabbing in it, even. Yeah. yeah, yeah, even the turtles bleed in the, in yeah. in the <laughs> so in, in the cartoon, uh, Leonardo o- only used his swords to cut wires yeah. and uh, and robots. In, in this comic, he, he, he does cut some, uh, well, some people. Uh, but come on, it's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. How gritty is it going to be? No, it, it absolutely <laughs> isn't. No. Yeah, it, it was in black and white, but just, just, just because it's cheaper to print in black and white, they yeah. didn't have a lot of money, no. Eastman and Laird. They, they just had a bit of money to print it in black and white. And it was all one big joke. It was one big Daredevil spoof. And uh, we've just talked about Stick. But Master Splinter uh, is a spoof on stick. That's Splinter, stick, that, that's a joke. Uh, Daredevil fights the hand. Uh, the turtles fight the food clan. <laughs> and, and It's quite obvious. And what I, <laughs> yeah. What I always forget uh, that part of the, the comic, but the origin story of the turtles, it's it's not just like Daredevil. No. It's, Daredevil is in the turtle <laughs> origin yeah. story. Yeah. yeah. So there's... A, a blind man crosses the road, a young boy saves him from a truck, and a weird canister falls from the truck. Well, uh, in Daredevil's origin story, the, the, the contents of the canister blind the boy. Uh, that's well, that, that's, that's how he becomes Daredevil. Um, and here the canister smashes a kid's fishbowl. There are four baby turtles in the fishbowl. Um, the, the turtles fall through a storm drain into the sewer. Uh, together with the contents of the canister and they touched the, 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 the goo that was in the canister and during a year they mutate into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, you forget Splinter and that he is also yeah. in that sewer, helps the children. He also is, is, is mutating uh, to yeah. a giant in, into a, a giant red, a giant old uh, red man. Yeah. Because Splinter, uh, as a red, he was a very old rat and now he's he's a very old muted rat and yeah so why are they ninjas was there some ninja substance in the in the canister (laughs) no no splinter um is the ninja master and he teaches ninjutsu to the four turtles and in the cartoon splinter uh was a japanese man hamato yoshi who changed into a, a red man yeah um and in the comic he was the pet rat of hamato yoshi was a ninja so yeah the rat learned ninjutsu from his owner well that is one amazing rat absolutely but uh, yeah. rats I, I have uh, looked into this <laughs> rats can <laughs> can learn tricks and and they can respond to their own names so <laughs> my, wow. maybe you can also learn the ninjutsu <laughs> so he he knew he was called splinter before that exactly yeah wow well you can train them uh, that, that, yeah, that his master yeah. had to train him 
also to respond to his own name. Yeah, if if I if I keep hearing the sound at some point, I'm going to respond to that. But it doesn't mean I understand that. Apparently, that's my name. Well, that's what I call you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you're drunk, you don't call me that. Uh, 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 so I think Splinter is an underappreciated character. This man, he dedicates his whole life to the turtles without ever asking anything back from them. Oh, first of all, that that's wrong. That's absolutely not the case. Uh, he teaches <laughs> he teaches them martial arts. He teaches yeah. them ninjutsu to take revenge on his own master. So when they are ready, the first thing he asks of them to give their lives for okay, him okay. for his cause so <laughs> no it's it's a great mentor a great great mentor <laughs> okay you're right <laughs> he trains them for but, his own revenge <laughs> yeah but imagine you're a rat <laughs> yeah you've yeah. lived a long life as a rat yes yes and suddenly suddenly you're a guy who looks like a rat but you're you're a rat guy uh and instead of well, going to parties, living a life, buying a house, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be problematic because because you look like a rat. Yeah, okay. okay. Your neighbors are going to protest, I think. Maybe you could be a, a, a mascot for a basketball team or something. Yeah. Then yeah, this, this is sounding really racist because if, if a rat uh, becomes like a giant rat that can talk, uh, <laughs> be something yeah. more than a mas mascot. Yeah, well, it's a fun job, right? <laughs> Do a bit of dancing. And you don't have to wear those warm suits because you already you are already wearing a suit. I don't know if there's a basketball team with rats in the name that's going to be a problem there. Uh, but, uh, I think there is... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't seem likely that there is a team called the Chicago Rats or something. That's, that's not really appealing. But... Uh, yeah, no, um, uh, he is, he's more than a mentor, of course. He's a father. So your opinion is he is, he is a bad father as well. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he's teaching those, those poor mutated boys to fight, <laughs> to exact revenge. And, and he's, yeah. he doesn't know that there's a, there's even a clan that is, uh, uh, terrorizing the streets of, of New York at that point. So he's just no. teaching them to accept his own revenge. He's, he's an awful guy. <laughs> so, okay. Okay, yeah. Maybe maybe me being a, a Teenage Mutant Ninja fan clouded my, my vision. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> but I do, I do love Splinter, so I'm, I'm also, <laughs> also, also being a bit strict here. Uh, well, Splinter is also the one who gave them their Italian names. Yeah. So I'll, I qu I'll quote the comic. Using a battered copy of a book on Renaissance art <laughs> that I had fished out of the storm drain, I chose names for each of you. Again, a bad father. <laughs> just not thinking of anything yourself, just using a book on, on painters. And oh, come on. Some people just look up names for boys and the first one they see that's the name so that's true. so that, i think this, this is, is a better, better. yeah yeah you're absolutely right i stand corrected Thais. 
but but the comic doesn't say if he's a fan of Italian artists. That that was what I was wondering if there were just random names for him. But again, he's a rat. So yeah, ah. he's in a sewer. So that it can also explain yeah. uh, the book being battered. But uh, him reading it a lot can also explain. <laughs> yeah, explain I, I hope the so. paintings were still intact in the book. Yeah, that is just that Mona Lisa with with brown stains on it. Yeah. Well, it did answer a question I had two weeks ago uh, when I was in Italy. Uh, why is Donatello the tech guy? Well, Leonardo da Vinci was an actual inventor. Uh, but it, it answers it. It was completely random. Yeah. And, uh, well, in the first issue, the turtles don't even have personalities of their own. Leno Leonardo is just the one with the swords. Yeah. They, they, they don't even have differently colored uh, bandages. It's just uh, they're all wearing red, so... Yeah, you're talking about the later um, version, the 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 colored uh, one. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. But in the, the in in their minds, they were red. So when they were colored in, yeah, they colored colored them in red. But is the comic still any good? Um, well, it's a bit of a rough diamond. Um, There's some great stuff in it. Some of it is really clunky. Kevin Eastman isn't the best artist in the business. <laughs> He's uh but but there's not but there's nobody like him. His his lines are really thick. You have to get yeah. used to that. Yeah. Um. His, uh, especially uh, when he was young, he was ne not really good at drawing faces. I think. Uh. But he's really good at drawing turtles. He is. So. And and I also think that the 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 fight scenes are really dyna dynamic. So. Uh, oh man. The fight scenes are 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 so full of action, but they so epic they they do feel slow if you read them but that's uh because yeah they they every move is said out loud so yeah. uh uh there's there's this one page that well it's that just beats everything yeah uh, one of the turtles says uh there's two more charging from behind me no time to dodge and i'm close to the edge oh no eight stories <laughs> down that clothing line is my only hope. It's just it's so funny. I think that even Stan Lee would say, come on, guys, show don't tell. You know, just hurry up a little. I mean, if that's, you, that's, that's, that's a big monologue during a fall from, exactly. the, from the building. Yeah, it would have been, yeah, flat on the floor and only saying, oh, no, eight. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's... yeah. They they never intended to be more than than one comic. Yeah. Just because it, because the first one was such a success, they they kept on writing them and, and drawing them. But the, in the first issue, it's already well. The, it's 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 an entire story. Yeah, you could make a movie uh, based on the, on the first issue. It's yeah. It's Shredder is in it. It's the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 uh, uh, in the second issue, Baxter Stockman is introduced. Uh, the Mausers, uh, April O'Neil, uh, yeah. the, the Foot Clan. In issue five, they're already in space. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. They have it's... such a turbulent life for for a bunch of teenagers. I mean, it's yeah. so hard. They 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 first have to well take revenge on their master's master. They they lose their master. Uh, 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 quite soon, and 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 then they, yeah, like you say, they are transported to a different galaxy. <laughs> Just yeah. 
But imagine reading this for the first time in the 80s. So, okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sounds weird. I'm going to read it. Whoa, <laughs> this is a cool concept for Ninja Teenage Mutant Turtles. Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 their big bad is Shredder. Cool, cool. And there's this inventor guy who's their, their, their enemy. Yeah. And uh, what? They're in space now? What, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. happens? I was, I was just getting used to the whole uh, turtle concept. Tri <laughs> Triceratops or, or aliens? Oh, both. Okay. <laughs> but I, I, I do really like the the pacing of it. It's so straight. It goes so fast. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it, I'm not saying it's good pacing, but it's, I, I, I enjoy yes. reading it uh, nowadays. Often it went a bit a bit too fast exactly but but yeah. but but uh, nowadays when comics are can be so slow and so talky yeah it's great to to read a comic that's just so action-packed exactly i love yeah. that yeah and and yeah i i i know i know i know splinter isn't perfect but <laughs> but the the end of issue seven when where they're hugging splinter after they they, they return from space it's so freaking cute it's absolutely there's, a there's, beautiful scene they're, they're, they're just four four little brothers who, who want to hug their father. Yeah, and they were deeply deeply traumatized. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> if I would meet Splinter in real life, I would give him a hug too, red or no red. Yeah, me too, me too. So uh, we've done quite some ranking already, but but up till now we've just ranked the mentors. But now we're going to rank the titles because it's ranking time. This one's as good as solved. No puzzle can stop Layton's apprentice. Yes, uh, it's it's ranking time, and um, well, let's start with with the the the, the first title. Um, uh, we did uh, say, uh, sometimes say it uh, it has some uh, cliches, but it was the first movie to do all that, so we we, we yeah. were a bit harsh on it because it it was the well. first uh, uh, movie with bullet time. It had. It has a lot of influencing games, the the moving camera, of course, uh, that is parodied a lot. Uh, so um, yeah, I did all those things. Um, yeah, but they could have known it would become become a cliche. No, right? No, they they could have known that. They, oh yeah, 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 sure, they could have known. Yeah. They should have acted <laughs> on it, but uh, <laughs> no, no, and it's 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 cliche because it was really good um yeah and uh i think the movie still holds up it has a few flaws yeah. but uh i think for surprisingly the, it does yeah for the wachowski sisters uh it was also uh, uh, 20 years ago uh, i think they uh, would have done a few things differently uh, a lot of change yeah uh, uh in in their lives as well uh, so um i think uh we we should judge it by it being just really like good. 1999 standard. Yeah, and, and, and by being yeah. a really good movie. So we put it at number 19 below A Short Hike and above The Lost Hero. The Pr Professor Layton and the Curious Village, uh, the game from 2007. Um, yeah, as we said, it's it's uh, it's something else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's not your standard video game. Um, I think most people will have a lot of fun with it. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, I, 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 it's yeah. a really, really a, a nice, adorable game, game. with yeah. nice Sometimes and you'll think, annoying puzzles. Why didn't I just buy uh, a puzzle book? Yeah. Because, 
because it's mostly uh, it's mostly good because the puzzles are good, but uh, it's an anime with puzzles in it. Yeah. Uh, who is not going to love that? <laughs> we we put it on the ranking below Alpha Flight and uh, above the comic Spawn at num- number uh, thirty-five. At number thirty-five, yeah. And uh, then we talked about Stick, the episode of Daredevil season one. It's a good episode. Uh, we yeah. we don't like stick, but uh, that's uh, not because of the writing. I think the writing uh, has done a good job of making him yeah. annoying. <laughs> a bit too good. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know where we, we would have ranked the entire series Daredevil on this ranking. Oh, this is just uh, that episode. We can rank that uh, series another time if we are, uh, if we are going to discuss it. If we're going to talk about lawyers, for example. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, or sunglasses. <laughs> red sunglasses. <laughs> we, we, can, we can talk. If we just do red sunglasses, we can talk about. Uh, uh, <laughs> red sunglasses. Cyclops. Yeah. Well, yeah. His uh, sunglasses as well. Um, and maybe two other Marvel <laughs> characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, going to be Mar- it's going to be a Marvel episode. Um, yeah, just like the Canada episode. <laughs> we placed it at number uh, 38 below yeah. The Tick and uh, just above uh, Dungeons and Dragons Season 1. So it's The Tick, Stick, Dungeons and Dragons Season 1. Yeah, The Tick, Stick. Yeah. And we closed off with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Issues 1 to 7, it's the comic that started it all. It's, it isn't even the best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic, I no. think, because that's the new one, uh, the IDW comic. But I think it, it 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 still holds up because it's so much fun. It's such a crazy story, and there's so much happening. Yeah, uh, nobody nobody is going to get bored with with this comic. No. So so give it a try if you haven't read it because. Man, it's the turtles. Yeah, and we love the turtles. It started it all, man. It's it's such a big moment. Yeah, but we have to be honest, and it's not going to be our number one. It's <laughs> it's our new number twenty-eight. It's uh, um, it's uh, it's below Subnautica, uh, the game from two thousand fourteen, and above Doctor Strange. And if you want to see our entire ranking, go to supermagictimefriends.com tumblr.com uh, because we have 100 hun- titles now yeah we have a top 100 now yeah half the internet is our ranking now <laughs> sorry for that uh, internet <laughs> and if you want to uh, come in contact with us you can send an email to supermagictimefriends at gmail.com and, yeah and please um, leave us a good review it helps a lot so um, if you uh, like this episode, please, please let us know. Um, if you don't like it, then uh, just keep it balled up inside you. Just don't, don't <laughs> let it out. Yeah. Why would you? And other, otherwise, we're going to put you at the bottom of our ranking. <laughs> so, Emilio, what's next week's theme? Uh, next week's theme is robots are a man's best friend. We are going to talk about friendly, helpful robots that, 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 yeah. uh, and, and robot companions. Robots that, that don't take over the world. Exactly. Robots that, that don't attack turtles. But is my, is my vacuum cleaner a robot? 
we, we, we're going to talk about my vacuum cleaner next week. <laughs> I think so. I don't know, Thijs. <laughs> but your vacuum cleaner is a robot. Yes. <laughs> you have a robot companion. Yes. So, um, yeah, we we'll hope that you tune in next week. We're going to talk much more about the vacuum cleaner of Thijs. And in the meantime, we wish you a super magical time. Bye, friends. Bye, friends. <laughs>